Welcome to Bucks County Living. Everything you need to know about living in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Here's your host, Alex Neff. Your real estate resource. Welcome everyone to the Bucks County Living Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Neff, your real estate resource. Today I am joined by Jackie Mikowski, the Executive Director of Autism Cares Foundation in Southampton. Good morning, Jackie. How are you? Good morning. Thrilled to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming out today. I know they're doing a little bit of construction on the Newtown Bypass and it's going to be a little bit of a bear trying to get out of here, but I'm so glad that you were able to join us today and talk about Autism Cares Foundation. I was going through the website and it looks like you do a ton of things within the community all around Bucks County and Philadelphia and probably a little bit of Monco too. And uh, I'm really excited to dive into what the Autism Cares Foundation does and hear a little bit more about it. So could you tell me what is Autism Cares? Absolutely. First, I have to say thank you. We welcome the opportunity to spread the word in the community about our resources and how we can help. So thank you for doing that. Um, Autism Cares Foundation was founded in 2007 by um, Bucks County parents uh, who live in Richborough, Linda and Frank Cooper. And they have two sons, and their one son um, has autism. And when he was younger, they found that he just did not have the same opportunities as his older brother did. And um, they recognized that there needed to be something for our kids. And they share a story that is real. And it happens, and it's sad, but any parent of a child with a disability or a special needs has lived this in some fashion. They went to the movies, and their son, Michael, loved that part of the movie, and he jumped up and down and, you know, screamed, and next thing you know, a manager tapped them on the shoulder and asked them to leave the movie. And while that seems like, how could that happen? It does. It's a lot better now than it probably was, you know, 15, 20 years ago when um, Autism Carers Foundation was beginning, but it happens. So they sat down and said, what can we do? And one thing led to another, and it was a grassroots effort, really, to begin fundraising and to begin to offer activities so that kids with autism and other disabilities would have the same exact opportunities as their neurotypical peers or siblings. So now we rent out a movie theater. And we go to the movie theater and we turn the lights down and we make it sensory friendly and turn the trailer, make it, uh, all the previews are shorter and we get to go together as a group. And as a parent, it's relaxing, dare I say, because if my child is having a tough day, you're not looking, looking at me any differently and you're not judging me differently. You are living my journey. So we accept each other. We develop a support group among the moms of getting to know informal and the dads while, the, while our kids have opportunities. So it started out with six events way back when. And one of the first events uh, was a music program at the local library. And uh, word of mouth, and all of a sudden, 75 people were there. And I, you know, I remember the story of hearing that the library was like, okay, this was great, but we didn't expect this many people. And, and a little loud. It was music. It was, it was not exactly a library event. Um, so that really began the efforts. And through a lot of um, work to secure donations um, with corporations and different communities and grants and school districts, it grew. And we are now doing um, 
almost 200 activities um, annually. Um, we did a lot. We were closer to the 200 mark before COVID. We're still building back up. But a typical week for us can offer um, a fitness program at a local gym, a yoga class um, with a local studio, uh, an art program that we hold at a school, um, themed dances, a prom, um, an adult formal. And now... Um, something that we see a lot of is our kids have grown up. So, you know, when they were, you know, when the organization started and the kids were 10 or 11 and we were programming for that age group and we continued to do that. And now they're in their 20s. And I think there was a real vision for Autism Cares Foundation so that in 2016 we opened an adult services division because the writing was on the wall. When our kids go through the um, different school districts, they're able to stay in school until they're 21 through transition programs. And then when they're 21, they graduate and they fall off a cliff of services. Everything changes for them. Um, they're very, very routine driven. And now all of a sudden, I'm not getting up and going to school every day. I don't have this activity every day. And there's a real need out there for what is available. So we offered, um, we opened the adult services division, and that is our physical building that is in Southampton. And in that program, we have people 21 and older with varying levels of abilities um, who come in, and we have a full range of activities for them all day. We go out in the community and do community outings. Um, people have different responsibilities um, around the building. For example, one young man, his job is the mail. And I know I will never take the mail out of the mailbox. Even if it's sitting there, I don't because that's his job. He looks forward to it every day. And, um, and just over the last several months, I've watched um, a progression of how he handles that job. Um, you know, knocking on the door, what time of day it is. Um, if someone's in the office introducing himself. So just the progression of that job um, and what he's learned is, is small, but it's a big step. Um, so that's kind of what we do in the nutshell. And we have a lot more that's happening and on the table, but I've monopolized this conversation. No, I, I love it because it, <laughs> it sounds like you really are making a difference in the community, especially for providing some services. I didn't know that after 21 years of age, the services just, I mean, you put it so eloquently, fall off a cliff. Absolutely. So my, um, my cousin... Mm -hmm. is uh, he just celebrated his 60th birthday and he has a, a severe autism. He's okay. living in a group home in New Jersey mm -hmm. and, and has a, a, a service provider that transports him to work and he works at Wawa and, and he... Good he, for him. Yeah, That's and, wonderful. And, and he loves it. So my question is, do you have relationships with different group housing or different foundations around the Bucks County area where they will bring clients to you at Autism Cares Foundation in your adult services building? So the way it works is that people have supports coordinators, and the supports coordinator really is the one that coordinates um, their services and their waivers. So through the state of Pennsylvania, you can apply for different waivers, and that's what's used to provide your services. So a supports coordinator is going to be the one at a local agency who will have, for example, um, 
I'll call it units of service that are available to the particular individual. And then they'll use that to um, utilize transportation. They might utilize it for a residential facility. They might utilize it for um, a day program. Most of the people that are coming to our day program live at home and are coming either drop-off pickup through a parent, um, some come through the local transportation service, and then we do have some that live in residential facilities. So it's really a mix, um, and, and there's such a need. But one of the things that I think um, I've seen, at least, and I, let me say, I've been with the organization for five years, but I've been a mom with the organization for many more. I have um, a son who is on the spectrum. And everybody's journey is different. And to your point about your relative who's 60, um, we used to just, I think, think autism and we, you know, here, we're going to give them these activities. But the fact is, they're all different ages and there are all different abilities within those age groups. And while we can't be everything to everyone, um, we're evolving now to say, okay, one of the first things is we need to do more age-specific programming. So while we still, the movie is one of our very first events we ever did, we still maintain the movie as an all-ages event. And when we rent out the trampoline park, it's an all-ages event. But we're going to more specific. We're going to offer a karate class. That's going to be two different age groups. We now have, um, when we go to um, art, it's now uh, 14 and older. Because sometimes it's hard to have the little guys with the big guys. Their, their interests are completely different. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're trying to do a lot more for adults. Um, for those that are 21 and older, we're kind of using that as, as the number right at this time. Um, but we've offered some dining programs. You know, we're working with a local restaurant where um, people will pay in advance. They have a choice. Um, we go to the restaurant. We dine together. And if you are and your loved one feels you're independent, they can drop you off um, and pick you up. And while others come with a parent or a caregiver or a friend, but just an opportunity to get out and socialize. Um, we've had a couple of friends groups that have met and a couple age-specific um 21 and older social groups so our goal is to provide opportunity and even some skill-based classes we are working on some new ventures where they might be more of a series if you will um, to try to just do more and offer more variety for people and something that was just new for us this year was a drop-off pickup our policy has always been to have parent or caregiver um, present at all events. But, you know, as as our kids get older, they don't want us around. Um, <laughs> you know, they, that's not cool. And um, if, if there is a situation where someone can be independent like that, we do have um, this drop-off pickup for some of the programs. So that's evolving, and we have to do – um, our due diligence to make sure that when someone um, is dropped off and picked up that it's safe it's okay um, because we want to make sure that um, it's a good opportunity a good situation for everybody absolutely and I, I feel like you, you kind of hit the nail on the head right you're providing these services to all ages all various areas of the spectrum because it is a very wide spectrum uh, as far as abilities throughout and, and cognitive and physical and, and everything. Yes. Um, so putting on 200 events a year almost, which sounds like a lot, it might only be 
a segment of your clientele get to participate mm -hmm. in 10 of them a year or so on and so forth. You know, I, I don't know the actual yeah. numbers, but you, you, you get what I'm saying, a, right? A lot more than 10. Absolutely. But you're right. When you put out the newsletter, um, we put out a monthly newsletter, you're actually, you know, you have to really look at the ages and the opportunities. And that's been um, a change for our families. Um, mm -hmm. But we're trying to do this so that we can at least start with the age part and then at some point maybe also um abilities just to be able to give opportunities um for people as much as we can we're ever evolving and changing um because the population is i mean i think the latest cdc is one in 36 wow. um are diagnosed and we're not just serving those with autism i have to say um our co-founder linda hartigold and you know way back when uh you know when acf was probably one of the first organizations doing things um like this for our community people would call lind and say my child doesn't have autism but they have x y and z can we please come to this and they say absolutely so we're not limited to those with autism that is absolutely where our mission began but we're here to um support and serve everyone at this point yeah that's beautiful. What areas do you serve outside of Bucks County? Anyone is welcome to come to our events. Um, it's really just a matter of how far you want to travel. For some people, if they're in Bucks County, it's a five, ten minute drive. For others, you know, they might be traveling from Montgomery. They might come from Jersey. They might come from Philadelphia. And depending on where that particular activity is, um, you know, people could do a ten minute ride. It could be an hour ride. Um, we, you know, our facility in Southampton is small. So it's not one where we can house a dance or house um, some of our larger programs. So we are always looking for space and venues um, that are affordable. Um, we do a lot with the schools, thankfully, in the Council Rock School District. Um, we're able to get space, um, you know, minimal cost there. But then once we get to the summer, we lose that space. So we're looking for other opportunities and spaces. I will say... Um you are clearly very passionate about this, and, and I love the pictures from the prom. I was looking at prom online, and uh, everybody just looks so happy, just a night to get as sharply dressed as possible, and everybody comes together for a really good time, and, and I think that's great because, um, you know, something that we might not think about as, as able-bodied and, and neurologically able people um, we don't think about that traditional prom experience that, that some people have been deprived of. And There are a lot of traditional experiences um, that people don't have an opportunity to experience. And I think it all began, uh, I, I asked Linda, I said, where did, where did the prom come from? How, how did you come up with that? And she told me the story of being home one day and it was spring and it was a gorgeous day and, you know, and neighbors daughter was going to prom and you know the limo pulled up and all the girls and the guys are outside and you know she was oh how nice and and oh frankie will do that when he's older and and then she said she literally just kind of like started to cry and said but michael's not michael's not gonna do that he can't do that and then she and her husband, you know, one thing led to another, and oh yeah, they can. Um, and our first prom was in 2014, and uh, it was at a local school, and it has grown. Um, gosh, I think last year was the first one that we took to. Um, I'll say more of a party venue than in a school, 
And this year we had it um, at Spring Mill Manor. But the difference this year was, again, with our age-specific programming. There were a lot of um, families, parents are very honest and give us great feedback, and said last year, oh, I don't think we're going to sign up for the prom. You know, um, my, my daughter's 27. She did the prom. Like, and we started to think about that. And, you know, the connotation of a prom is really high school. Right. So I get that. And for many of um, those that we serve, they're, they're very aware of that. And so we offered an adult formal this year. So we had the entire venue, and one side of it was the prom, and the other was our first ever adult formal. And I have to say, the adult formal had more than double the amount of people of the prom, which speaks to the need. Wow. Yeah, speaks to the need of the adult population. Wow. Mm -hmm. But I would, if anybody has an opportunity, um, Waukesha Bailey from CBS 3 Morning did an amazing story on the prom and the formal. And if you just Google it on their website, um, and even if you go check out um, Autism Cares Foundation, our social media, we linked it. I think it aired... I feel like it aired May 4th or 5th, okay. um, and then the prom was the following week. So, How can people get involved? Because it sounds like you need a, a lot of volunteers, a lot of, a lot of power to be able to like, put on these events, especially 200 events in a year, a mm -hmm. lot. So you, I'm sure you have employees that work there full-time, such as yourself, mm -hmm. and being the executive director trying to like, organize the chaos almost. <laughs> <laughs> But and then uh, so there's employees and volunteers. How can people get involved on on both sides? There's many ways to get involved. First, um, for all we do, we have a very small staff. Um, there are literally only a few of us, and at least on the foundation side, as opposed to the adult day program, which has very specific staffing needs. But for the uh, foundation and activity side, there are I think three or four of us at this point. Um, we are really driven by volunteers and we could never do all that we do without them. And we are always looking for, um, volunteers who would like to be a part of our organization, whether it's the local high schools and, um, to get the students involved and corporate volunteering. I know a lot of, um, organizations do days of giving and days of service and we would love to partner with any local corporation who would like to do that and we already have some partnerships um every year you know we couldn't do it all obviously volunteers are small staff and contributions donations and sponsorships it's really what drives everything that we do and we are very fortunate to work with some local corporations who not only support us financially but also with volunteers um, we just had we have a number of fundraisers each year but our biggest community one is our race for resources and we held it at bucks county community college in tyler state park and it was just a couple of weeks ago on um, may 6th and we just have so many people that come out and make that happen i mean there's at least 70 70 to 75 volunteers out there making it all work and they come from different corporations and schools and walks of life and and just to help us out 
and then there's corporate sponsorships involved there. And then the other large event for us, completely different, is our CARES Gala each year. And that is held in the fall. And that's another opportunity we do, you know, we work on soliciting items throughout the year for our auction. We have people working on decor. Uh, and then, of course, day of, I mean, set up and making it all work. So there's opportunities for volunteering there as well as sponsorship and exposure. Um, so there's really something for everyone, but we absolutely could not do it if it were not for volunteers and donations. We just would not be here. Wow. Well, you definitely got a new volunteer in me. Awesome. So Thank you. I'm excited to sign up. I, I was looking online. There's uh, some paperwork, like an application, yes. right? So, um on our website, you can either go, I think it's under join our team, and then there's a tab for volunteers. If there's two different applications, one is for those up to age 17, they really just have to have a parent or guardian do it with them, emergency contact information, <clears throat> excuse me. And for those 18 and older, it's a different application, and we do need some clearances, but they're all free of charge. The links are there. It's um, Pennsylvania clearances, and then there's... Um, one, uh, in lieu of FBI clearances, you can do a sign an affidavit if you've lived in the state of Pennsylvania for more than 10 years. So it's really an easy process. And then on our website, at the bottom of any of the pages, you can join our mailing list. So you can choose to join the volunteer one. Um, and also, really, for anyone listening, if you have someone in your life that um, can benefit from our programs and activities, get on our activities newsletter list, and you can do that on our website as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jackie, for talking about Autism Cares Foundation. Next, I like to move into a segment called the Big Three. Mm -hmm. So the Big Three are three questions that I ask everyone that comes onto yes. the podcast. So my first question, Jackie, is what do you think makes Bucks County a great place to live? So I would have to say one thing that I have found in Bucks County, and very selfishly, is just the amount of um, dedication and programming to people with disabilities. Um you really just don't find that everywhere. And I feel like there's many opportunities and there's many passionate people um, that make things work. And, you know, Autism Cares Foundation is one of them. It was two parents that, you know, needed to do something more, and they did. Uh, and I just think there's a lot of that passion and compassion here in Bucks County. I agree. So I uh, grew up in the Northeast, Northeast mm -hmm. Philadelphia. You and I were talking yeah. about the, the Brian Hughes Business Connection yeah. event. And, um, my neighbor had a, an autistic child growing up and they had to sell their house and move to Bucks County solely because the city of Philadelphia, which I'm sure is a, is a wonderful program, just didn't have the level of care that their son needed. Mm -hmm. And they had to move uh, to lower Bucks for yeah. the care that Bucks County offered mm -hmm. for children with autism, especially in the school district. So true. And I can tell you for Autism Cares Foundation events, you know, people do come from all areas because they don't have it in their area. Well, like I said, while we draw most from Bucks County, other people are coming because it's just not anywhere near where they are and they will travel long distances so their child can have that opportunity. They do it. They'll travel over an hour. Yeah. Definitely one of the things that makes Bucks County very special. Absolutely. Very special. What would you say some of your favorite restaurants are in Bucks County? Oh, my goodness. Can well, be one, can be many. So, first of all, I love to go out to eat. But I do not want to play favorites, but I would be remiss if I did not give a shout-out to Outback. 
because Outback Shyberg rocks. Um, he has a number of locations up in Jamison, um, Ben Salem, Fairless Hills, but they come out for our race for resources. Shy brings a team of probably 30 to 40 volunteers that represent the Bloomin' brand, Bonefish, wow. Carabas, and Outback, and they provide the meal for over 1,000 people at our race. And Alex, I don't mean just a meal. We're the only race in town that I know of that you have salmon, you have filet medallions, and then you have pasta and a dessert and a salad. Oh, wow. I'm just saying. it. So... That has to be my favorite, I would say. Oh, and, um, yeah, and, and we work with a lot of local restaurants. I, I can't say enough about people that donate gift certificates to create packages for us who do dining programs and give us an opportunity to have a night at their location with proceeds. I, I can't say enough. There are so many, but I have to give that special shout-out. I love that. And uh, lastly, where can people find out more about you and the Autism Cares Foundation? Um, please go to our website, autismcaresfoundation.org. Um, we just redid our website probably six, eight months ago. Um, so it's updated with pretty much everything that we are doing. I also encourage you to follow, follow us on social media. Um, we post pictures of our activities and events, um, and it, it's just a real dynamic way to um, engage with us. And then, of course, you can always call. It's uh, 215-942-2273 or email me. It's jmikowski at autismcaresfoundation.org, and all that contact information is on our website. Awesome. Thank you so much for telling us Thank a little you. bit about your story, Jackie, and telling us everything that Autism Cares Foundation does and continues to do. And uh, I'm so excited to see how the organization continues to grow because that is so true in business is that if we are not fluid, if we're not willing to grow, then it, it, inevitably it fails. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that your why and uh, the founders, Linda and, uh, Frank. and mm -hmm. Frank's why is... Uh, that momentum that mm -hmm. they needed to create this foundation and continue to grow this organization because that is what trumps everything. Mm -hmm. The If they have the why, if they have the reason to, to do this, then it will not fail. There's, that's so true, Alex, and there's so much more work to do. And I keep saying if I hit the Powerball, what could be done? Um, but it's it's the need is there, and we are not done. We are not. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, thank Jackie. You. I look forward to joining your organization as well. We can't volunteer. wait to have you. Thank you. And as always, I'm your host, Alex Neff. Make sure to reach out if you have any questions about Bucks County Living. <laughs>